the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. When it is unavoidable is depressing. Failing due to a theft, due to incompetence is aggravating. That is the feeling you are walking around with and have been walking around with since this dimwit political whore stole the election. Last night was a confession of that. Do not be aggravated by the phony bravado. Don't be intimidated by the red lights or the Marines. What you saw last night was a pathetic thief justifying his theft, pretending that it was for the better of the country in the face of the undeniable reality that everything that has happened to this country since Joe Biden usurped and stole the most powerful office in the world is a failure, an unmitigated failure. So here comes this political whore who never did a damn thing in his life but prostitute and sell the political favoritism of his country. Joe Biden is a traitor, and last night proved it. So the economic numbers that come out are irrelevant. Not to mention, they revised last month's unemployment by 107,000 jobs. Oh, revision! That's not a revision. That is an admission of fraud. They frauded the numbers last month. People's money for their retirement, for their investments, companies, strategies, all Deceived, they are victims of corrupted, fraudulent economic numbers, proving that there isn't an honest department in this government. This is a gangster, corrupt government that is circling the wagons, and that's what you saw last night. So when he comes out and speaks, this is what it sounds like to me. Du, meine Arbeit für richtig hältst, ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin, dass ich gearbeitet habe. At least Hitler could get through a speech. This pathetic display of a wretch, of a wretch. You didn't intimidate. You didn't, uh, you certainly did nothing but validate everyone's suspicion. 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. He stole the office through trickery of Democrat hellhole sewers, which are benefiting as he holds the purse strings. That's all it is. So I'm not going to get too bent out of shape about this idiot's speech. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right, whore. You're right, dimwit. Because who sits in the most powerful office is an asset to the Chinese Communist Party. Who sits in the most powerful office is an asset to the Ukrainian oligarchs, which are pocketing billions. And 
It also goes on to the military industrial complex, big pharma complex, all making billions. So you're right. This is very unusual. Normally, the country has a higher standard. Not to mention, you're clearly suffering from all kinds of dementia, and we all know it. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Wrong. But there's no question. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting. I am an extremist. I will definitely admit to that. I am an an extremist when it comes to the Americanism this country is built upon, the individual liberty. And I will always point out a feeble fascist pig who's failed on every single aspect and bankrupting my nation simultaneously. How you doing? You feel good? You sure you don't have COVID after last night? How about Dr. Jill, who's the doctor of guts on ghoul? How's she feel? That the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. No, see, that's what you're trying to do. But here's the thing, you feeble fraud, you Irish gypsy scumbag. You don't intimidate me. Your IRS doesn't intimidate me. Your FBI doesn't intimidate me because I identify them as what they are. Part of your corrupt mafia with a pathetic Don, a pathetic disgrace of a Don. And that is a threat to this country. And here, in my view, is what is true. Your view is irrelevant, whore. You've never succeeded at anything in your life except stealing the office. That's your big claim to fame, and you didn't do it alone. You did it with all your little corrupt, bankrupt sewers. All your little Chicagos just scattered throughout the land. What do you want to call it, Philadelphia? It's the same players, same freak show, same bankruptcy. And this is who's going to finance. That's why... The speech wasn't about Joe Biden and the soul of the nation. It's to stop and intimidate awareness of just what you really are, a true political whore. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Yes, you did. And that's why you hold the office and everybody knows what you are. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. That's right, big guy. And he's under a lot of intimidation, a lot of pressure, and a lot of nonsense. Because he too, just like the threat to you and me and everybody who isn't in on the mark on the mafia, that threat is looking like it's going to be here sooner rather than later. Because this is what this speech was about. He isn't winning in any aspect of our government. And the ignorance of the people who support him, of his foreign policy failure, his foreign policy corruption, and the fact that what sits in the office, what spoke last night, didn't bring anything together, but needs to be investigated. The problem is, who sits in charge of these bureaucracies are loyalists to the mafia. They're not interested in what this imbecile is. A fraud. I will not stand by and watch. I will not the will of the American people be overturned by wild conspiracy theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. I didn't lose. The country lost. Everybody who voted for Donald Trump didn't lose. The country lost.
The integrity lost. The credibility lost. The currency lost. That's what lost. My principles are still steeped in Americanism. The very Constitution you mention, but do not abide by. I'll never lose Irish gypsy short-in-the-pants fraud. Everybody subjected to your theft will lose. But I'll never lose. Those principles will outlive you. Am I the only one that kept thinking about that last night? What is taking so long? Republicans were quick to pounce, saying the soul of America is hurting because of Biden's policies that have caused rampant inflation, out-of-control crime, and broken borders. No, 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 no. That's all. That's just an accusation. None of that is true, correct? All of it is absolutely above board. Why don't they mention the productivity of this nation? You know, that's a number that never gets talked about, Squirrel. It's actually a really important number. Because what that means is it takes into account all the union morons. Like for the municipalities, all of those morons that sit around and wait for that mystical, magical pension and pretend to be working productivity, of which we are at a record low. They've only kept the record since 1947. We set new lows. Yeah, just remember, our last look at minus 7.3 was the worst productivity since 1947. Minus 4.6, minus 4. That's who lost. So this idea that you're going to live on some legacy you didn't earn is as funny as Pritzker pretending to be a, a, a business owner or a worker. You've inherited the freedom that millions of people died for. Our ancestors have been sent to lands foreign all over this world to fight the kind of fascism you witnessed last night. And the idea that there isn't articles of impeachment being drawn up today tells you that you are not represented. Because after that sad, sick display of a feeble fascist pig intimidating 74 million people and those others that woke up since he stole the office tells you this country doesn't have a principle in its borders, not one. Otherwise, this pig would be dragged off today by his collar. We're going to end cancer as we know it. Mark my words. We're going to create millions of new jobs in a clean energy economy. We're going to think big. We're going to make the 21st century another American century. Now, he's so full of bull dung, he fits right into Cook County, doesn't he? Let's get him dressed in one of Jiminy Cricket's costumes so he at least looks like a man. Because the world needs us to. That's where we need to focus our energy. Not in the past. He has weakened us and strengthened the enemies. He strengthened the people who bribed his family bribed Chinese Communist Party, 31 million. You're going to tell me 81 million Americans didn't know that? I don't agree. You're going to tell me 81 million Americans didn't know? Ukrainian oligarchs bribed him through his crack-smoking son? I don't agree. They had to know. That's why he didn't win the vote. That's why he stole the vote. Not on divisive culture wars. Not on the politics of grievance but on a future we can build together. Not even if you got a worm in your pocket, is there a wee Irish scumbag? Not even close. What you are is everything wrong with this country. You're a political whore pretending to be the pimp. You are an asset to adversaries, foreign and domestic. You should be tried for treason. You are a traitor. You're not a president. 312-642-5600. You're fired. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. 
He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The idea that I have to bend knee to this fascist, feeble fraud is never going to happen. It was the day after. You know, after they shut down the count for four hours, figured out where to steal the election, and executed their ballot harvesting theft, I revoked my consent on day one of the big lie, also known as the Diapers Administration. Simple. He's never been my president. He is not the president of tens of millions. Do not feel intimidated like you are helpless. You're not. This entire country is held with an idea that you give your consent to be governed. I don't. I identify the Democrat mafia for what it is, a corrupt corporatist mafia system. And that's it. Not a bureaucracy, not an agency has any credibility. You're going to take my money? Good. I'll make more, pigs. I didn't need you the first time. The second time, I'm not going to need you the third time. And you don't need them either, unless you're in on the scam. If you're in on the scam, listen, all of you guys I grew up with, who I love, by the way, except for that one day a year when you went against every fiber you knew to vote for your phony pensions, to vote for your in-the-fix jobs, this is when they come home to roost. The country is bankrupt because of the government corruption. It's that simple. The idea that we are going to allow this idiot not only throw us into World War III, but destroy the very fabric of the strength of this nation, it's money. How we got in the Bretton Woods Agreement is because nobody remembers the million men that died. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about how we broke the covenant, how we bastardized it. And this is important to recognize. We can save it, but you're not going to save it with a whore like this who is a traitor to those principles. And he comes out and pretends to be the president. You're not the president, not for tens of millions of people. We're just outliving you, brother. And when they bury your short-in-the-pants, corrupt ass, they better put a urinal cake on your tombstone because you made the tour. You're number one. How about when he said, on the Biden name? The Biden name is synonymous with theft and gypsies and fraud. Right down to your loser father, Megan Orland Park. Sean, hi. Um... I did not watch Biden last night. All I had to see was the red lights and the Marines. And yeah, all that was meant to intimidate you with the Marines and the red lights. Yeah. Do you want to know what it was? It was the similar intimidation of citizens, the similar cadence of speech of a third world dictator. That could have been done by Gravera. It could have been done by Castro. It could have been done by Pick, a, a, a former Soviet totalitarian despot. That's what he was. That's what he is. And you're better off for not watching it. However, you do have to understand there are people that agree with that, and they are blaming you and me for the failings of this political whore who has sold our country out to the Chinese Party, who has Chinese Communist Party, who has sold us out to Russian oligarchs as we funnel billions of dollars with no oversight. And the FBI is at Mar-a-Lago, instead of investigating one of the 117 LLCs him and his crack-smoking son are on, is the IRS going to audit one of those LLCs? Of course not. It's why they don't say yeah. anything when, when uh, Pelosi gets off a DUI in an accident with a hooker in the car. Oh, I know. It probably might not have been an actual hooker, but he's married to one. What's the difference? John in Chicago. 
Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Is this, is this, am I on? Yeah, you're on. Hey, uh, I, I always try to see the glass half full. Uh, I, I see all this in a positive light. Oh, you're a moron. Jim in Chicago, moron number two. <laughs> you said it. But it's good. Sean, how are you? Uh, good. Have a happy, have a happy Labor Day. Oh, you too. Thank uh, you. Yeah, but I just wanted to say that uh, Billy Barr, the mouthpiece for the Republican Party for the last twenty-five years, said today. Wait, wait, wait. I wait, don't wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. I've been voting Republican for twenty-five years. Who's my mouthpiece? Uh, Billy Barr. Billy Barr. Billy Barr. You talking about Billy William Barr? Barr William Barr's not yeah, the yeah. mouthpiece, Jim. Jim, Jim. Well, you got, did, yeah. you, did you even have an AM radio on when you were in that Chicago <laughs> Municipal Pension Incubator you called the truck? Did you read any news that wasn't in the Tribune, for God's sake? You know what? Just, just hang, hang, hang in there, Jim. Hang in there. You wait for your pension check. Now, what part of Chicago are you in? Because you don't walk after night now. This is going to be a big weekend. Big weekend. I say the under-over of shootings is 62. What do you think it is, Jim? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm downtown. I, I don't know what... Uh... Oh, why? Is downtown safe? What part of downtown is safe? Because I hear stuff on Astor Boulevard is going up for sale. So maybe you're in the special part. He might live in City Hall. Jim. Come on, man. Oh, my word. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? What's your under-over for the shootings at the end of the I summer of it, joy? I gave it to Bunny already. 60. 60. All right. I'm going to go 62. What do you think of that? I'm gonna pri- okay. I'm gonna price this right you by two. Go ahead. All right, all right. I, I watched his speech last night, uh, and I watched him attack 74 million people the whole night. And uh, what I came away with is when he said that Republicans uh, tell lies for profit and power. What about the Inflation Reduction Act? <laughs> Come on, brother. Name a thing this piece of garbage ever did in his plagiarist, fraudulent, sell-out government power and buy DuPont Mansion life, this piece of dung. Go ahead. And the other thing is, the other thing is when he said that the Republicans uh, don't follow the rule of law. Well, what about <laughs> the people that protested in front of the houses of the Supreme Court justices? That is against the law, and nothing was ever said about that. The law so is the law is all the Democrats, brother. You, you know this better than anybody. Come on, you're from the sewer your whole life. The law is whatever right. these Democrat fraud gangster pretend lawmakers say it is. You're sitting in an area fifty years that yard gnome gangster Mike Madigan destroyed the state of Illinois. Fifty years, his entire mafia destroying a city, laughing stock, honest people fleeing we're still taking tips from these idiots now these idiots like joe biden and the rest of the democrats scourge whores are going to tell us how to get along and be one nation the only reason you exist is because some people some for some reason are either intimidated and some are titillated to be in your organized crime i'm not and i am your enemy you identified it proper. I am the enemy to the Biden family corruption. I am the enemy to American government extortion and corruption. You know why? I'm the American. And you're just everything wrong in it. The cancer of the mafia. I'll be back after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. 19 months ago, country was in a positive move. Everything was better. All your expenses were lower. 
As it sits right now, 60% of this country cannot write an check for $400 with a, uh, an emergency bill that pops up. When you pump it up to $500, it turns into almost 70% of the country cannot write a $500 check. What do you think it's going to look like with $1,000? The IRS, the government, has increased by double. They've been sent out not to collect new taxes in new laws, but to comb over tax returns Americans have already submitted over the past decade and a half. Who do you think they're going to target after last night's speech? Is there any question who they're going to target after last night's speech? I don't think there is at all. Right now. And I know you guys have addressed this to a certain extent, but because you're behind the podium, you could address the, the criticisms and the questions about why the president delivered what sounded very much like a politically charged speech uh, as an official White House event, taxpayer-funded, with two Marines in uniform in particular flanking him and visible on camera. Two Marines in uniform. This is astonishing to me. And I'll tell you why. Joe Biden has strengthened China. The The threat we face mainly is from China. I mean, along with Russia. But we've always fought proxy wars with Russia. That's all Ukraine is. The oligarchs that bribed Joe Biden through his son have gotten a ton of our money. Shouldn't the government be investigating that? All the policies, all the bills enrich, ultimately, China. All his new Green New Deal bills enrich China. The batteries, the, the solar, the way all comes from China. As we get weaker, the countries that bribed Joe Biden illegally bribed him. All seem to be getting stronger. Joe Biden is a traitor. An absolute and total asset of the Chinese Communist Party and the oligarchs who all bank in Cyprus, yet not an investigation. And you're going to sit up there with our military, ironically, who you've sent across the world in your last 50 years of a debacled, I guess you'd call him a representative, but he's just a whore. Every foreign policy war that he covered up, he's directly responsible, a war criminal. And you get to stand there like you're somebody who represents this country. You represent the cabal of idiots who call themselves Democrats. The divisions you've made aren't the fault of the people who recognize what you are, whore. They're your fault. They're the Democrat mafia fault. If that party had any standards, well, I mean, we take a look around at the Democrats from your local municipality all the way up to Washington. There are no standards in that mafia. And now you send up what? You, uh, Sideshow Bob to explain why you're a scumbag? Let's hear it. And I just have a follow on the speech yesterday, just to, to follow up on this point. Noting that that rhetoric and delivering speeches can, uh, I, I understand the kind of inspiration, the inspirational kind of motivation factor there. Um, but just frankly, can the American people expect any sort of policy rollout underlying the speech yesterday um, in the days ahead? to actually address the threat to democracy? Look, I think what the president was trying to do at this moment, and we've seen this before, is give Americans a choice. How do we move forward uh, in this time, in this inflection point? What do you mean a choice? Hey, Sideshow Bob, stupid. Hey, stupid. He's the president, stupid. What are you talking about a choice? What exactly are you talking about? He is supposed to talk about economically. About our foreign policy woes, how we are in the midst of World War III, both cold and hot. How about explaining the 700 troops that went to Somalia? You do know where Somalia is, don't you, dummy? Nobody's ever explained that. The thousands of troops in Syria. Want to talk about that? 
How about the, the Yemen? We're fighting the Saudi re- war. By the way, what's Saudi doing? How's Saudi doing? We start with a water story that I know has baffled many Arizonans. You may have heard about the alfalfa farm in western Arizona run by a Saudi Arabian company. The company was attracted to the land by something Saudi Arabia doesn't have, water to grow alfalfa. The government leased hundreds of acres, hundreds, even, I I, want to say they've got three farms, total 1,200 acres. You know how much Saudi Arabia is paying the people of Arizona and and America? $25 $25 an acre. $25 an acre. Who cut that deal? Well, Democrat scum along with some Republicans. Anybody want to get want to look into this? Anybody. I mean, obviously not. You've got a guy that never had a job that lives not just on the ocean side of state that's worth $15 million. He's got two DuPont mansions. Anybody want to talk about it? Idiots. Idiots. Yeah, you represent me. Uh, Mitchell, this plane's. Uh, Sean, keep in mind, you know, when Jimmy Hoppe gave a speech, like, he was impressive, okay, until he basically challenged Patrick. But I digress. The last person that should be giving any type of speech or dispensing any type of information is sloppy Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay, in 1988, when he was running in the primary, he plagiarized a prime minister from Great Britain and Bobby Kennedy, word for word. And this idiot... Okay, who obviously has advanced dementia, who's cognitively declined, has the temerity to talk about what he did last night because he wants to have Trump on the front page of every media outlet because you know why? It's a red herring. They want him to distract from the fact of his failures. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy? I, I get you. And here's the thing. I wish I knew somebody that, that, that spoke uh, Spanish on some level because I'm pretty sure he plagiarized Hugo Chavez's speech last night. That was an unbelievable spectacle. Although... It was really a pathetic attempt to intimidate people. You didn't intimidate, you motivated. You didn't bring together divides, you widened them. And now it's time to secede. Because if the country's going to tolerate this kind of corruption, outside of these Democrat sewers like Chicago and Philly and New York and New Jersey and the sewer of L.A., then the country is lost. And I personally am not good at losing. I never have been. Craig Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, brother. Hey, before... Before I get to my point, um, you might not have been listening to that uh, message, uh, uh, that diaper uh, occupier. Anyways, I will admit, I did have to keep flipping it because I was watching it with some close relatives and women who I've known for 27 years were getting violent listening to that. Women were were storming out, throwing. No one can believe that this scumbag, lowlife wretch is where he is. And what comes out of his mouth, the idea that he's going to intimidate people, he's just motivating people. Yep. Well, hey, he totally he told us who the enemies were. He he, he did, it wasn't China, no. it was MAGA. But here's the thing, he was definitely trying to those people that are pulling his strings, they wanted to send out a warning to to MAGA and everything like that. With that they look what they've been doing. They took they've arrested or broke down doors and pointed guns at Stone and all these different people that were uh, with Trump. Well, how about the, the women? Thing? The women. I was just watching the news. Two more women got uh, got arrested for being at January sixth, and you got the two brothers who are electricians. They're going away. It's preposterous what's going on. And you know, did he mention last night about Nord Stream one being shut down by Russia, and what that's going to do to energy costs in in the UK? Or did he even mention that his whole plan is for us to liquefy our natural gas and sell it to them? Did he mention any oh. of that? Did you know about that? No, and he, nope. And oh. he absolutely 
basically uh, is out to basically try to scare my guy and everything like that. But you are dead on right, man. He doesn't scare us. No. Well, I, he got me so ticked off. I want to scream. I mean, I that know. guy. Yeah. Like to get Let it out, baby. Have a good weekend. And here's the thing. Don't give your money to Democrats and don't associate with them. The line is in the sand. They want to draw the line. Let's see how you do without us. That's why, Craig, you tell your daughter, by my instruction, she is not to buy in this sewer. Believe me, if she wants to buy, tell her to wait until two years after this idiot's done destroying the economy. You can buy what you want now for 30% of the money. You mark my words, brother. Sean, this is super important. You know what the crazy thing is? My daughter's a, uh, a Chicago police officer. Listen to me. You tell that young lady not to buy. Prices in that sewer are going to break by 50%. And if not, I'll make up the difference. How about that? See, that's, that's the difference between me and a rat Democrat. I put my money up, not someone else's, you roaches. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. Do you have any idea the hundreds of billions of dollars this nation lost today as the stock market reverses 500 points? And I understand only 50% of Americans have stock. However, all of the pensions that pay their loyal Democrat base mystical, magical agreements, they lost too. The difference is they can tax you. So when I tell Craig in Mount Greenwood to tell his lovely daughter never to buy real estate, that's their main source of taxation and intimidation outside of your your income and their new Gestapo IRS agents. That'll be the other way. But you're in for a bumpy ride. And the one thing that they might put lipstick on the pig, but since Joe Biden has stolen the office... There has been economic turmoil, the likes of which most can't even quantify. Also have, I was just crunching these numbers, you have more than 600,000 fewer people in the labor market today than you did uh, before the, you have a hole in the job market, the hole in the available number of people. Before COVID, 600,000 less. You haven't, you haven't even come close, haven't come close to even breaking even since before the government shut down the economy. They're going to growing. see the unemployment rate rising. That's not a good thing. And people, I think, are going to be concerned about that. You already have consumer sentiment being very low. So let's just remember the kind of milieu in which we live, which is one where we're looking at the market, looking at the Fed. But the public's going to look at this. And then there's the other component. Welfare rolls massively expanding. Money for nothing and chicks for free, not just the vice president. That's the other side of the coin. And that's how you assure... The trajectory of failure. And until this idiot is thrown out of office onto his wrinkled ass, you're going to lose, baby, lose. That's what, that's what Joe Biden and the Democrats are. Unless you're in the scheme. Now you're making money. Hand over fist. If you're China, you're making money. You bribe this pig. If you're Ukrainian oligarchs, poo, those banks in Cyprus, they're bringing you sandwiches. Matt, Gray's Lake. Hey, Sean, how are you? Aggravated. Um, you, uh... Yeah, well, me too. Real quickly, first, my wife, a very calm and collected Jewish girl from Highland Park, completely lost her mind last night after about three minutes of listening to Poopy Pants talk. I don't think there's a human being. Completely. I mean, mean, lost it. 
aside from those guys that are in on the scam, I don't think there's anybody that saw that that wasn't offended. I don't think there's anybody. Now, if you're in the scam, if you're a welfare roach or you work for one of these these Goomba contractors, you love that stuff. But if if you're an well, honest listen, American, you're livid. But go ahead. I want you to think about something. They have zero to run on in November. Oh, they, they have even less murder. to run on two years out. They got baby murder um, and unions. Well, yeah, but but that will only work for the for the the, the real dim-witted human beings, which might get them thirty-five million votes. What he did last night was a calculated move in an attempt to get us to rise up and actually do the violence that he keeps. He's bit, they've been been accusing us of violence. Oh, I have a, a troll on the line. If I you have, remember, they, I, they're I, the ones who have shot all of our people. I have a lying troll on the line that wants to talk about assassination and everything else. He thinks that everyone is as stupid as a Democrat. Hey, moron! In Niles, hang up, you idiot! Go ahead. Well, dig. They're they're trying to get us to do something stupid, because then that will that will validate what he said last night. They 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 we've kind of shown them it's not going to happen because we didn't go burn down any cities like they did after. First of all, that seven time felon guy. We have things in, to lose. We have things to lose. We We're do. not like there you go. roach base. They're roach base of morons and low lives. Listen, I wouldn't walk in the streets of that sewer. I like my shoes too much. And my idea of protesting is simple. I won't produce. I'll go sit on my perfect ass and wait for this idiot to take a dirt nap. That's what I'll do and get thrown out of office. Well, that's what he's not realizing with Please. his tax moves, too. I did the same thing with who, Obama. Who, who are worth something are put, not going to continue to produce. I and put not my going feet up. I waited, for that, have. I yeah. waited for that dummy to get out of office. That's all. And we'll do it here, yeah. too. I would never. You want to know? Here's the thing about violence. It's only perpetrated by the Democrat mafia. They're the ones that are willing to unleash the violence of extortion, of intimidation on their political opponents. They always have been, and they have been for the last hundred years. Take a look at that sewer of Chicago and those business people who are honest how they start out. Then they're shaken down eight ways to Tuesday by everybody from one of those 50 thieves all the way down to the licensing bureaus. And God forbid if you got a restaurant, try selling liquor in that sewer. Thank you very much, Matt. I'll be back after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty. One of my favorite things about our economy is that while being very complex, it runs on principles that are simplistic. There's all kinds of nuances. Homeownership is the, number one, it's what separates us from every other country. We're the only one that has property rights, the way in which the bundle of rights is structured. Now you can argue if they've been undermined. But however, it's very important to have a strong housing market. You cannot have a strong economy if you do not have a strong housing market. The way in which the Federal Reserve tells us they're helping, I believe, is 100% wrong. 
And I think the idea of bankrupting more than 50% of the nation doesn't help anybody. And it perpetuates a recession into a depression. That's what I think we're living through. I think the indicators can be seen in the housing market. I'm curious to know what my next guest think, thinks. He's been in the housing business for just as long as I have. And uh, he's everything and even twice my size. His name is David Hockberg. David, handsome devil. Hate to interrupt your dinner. You mean my height? You mean mean height? No, no. I meant those 52 19s you call pants. But listen, (laughs) in the meantime, I have said for a while there's there's cracks in housing. Uh, This isn't something that happened overnight. But when the Fed said they were going to help us by bankrupting half the nation and raising interest rates, that to me was the trajectory that it's going to be hard to pull that up from a down trajectory. Are you seeing the same things? Well, here's what we're seeing. I agree with you 100%. Real estate industry as a whole makes up a little over 20% of the overall U.S. economy, right? Whether you're buying or selling a home, moving, renovating, the the real estate umbrella, as you know and a lot of our listeners know, might not know, make, uh, makes up over a little over 20% of the economy. So when the Fed chair says he's going to basically take the economy into the rocks and some people are <laughs> going to feel the pain, um, we've been talking about that, Sean, for six months. Yeah. Okay. He's been talking. You know, it's not a secret. We've been talking about it that he is going to take this economy into the rocks, and by 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 uh, getting inflation in check, he wants to get it under two percent. Long story short, there will be bodies on the side of the road that get squashed by this policy of, in, in order for the Fed to tamp down inflation. I was reading in Market Watch that um, delinquencies are up one hundred and twenty-eight percent. Yeah, no shock there, huh? Well, it's it's a tragedy. No it's a tragedy because what follows is if they're delinquent on their mortgage, they're delinquent on their taxes, and the the the, uh-huh. the whip effect of how devastating that is to all levels of society. And then I'm I'm also read that foreclosures are up two hundred and eighty three percent. Is that even possible, well, brother? Since the oh eight? Well, well we, yes, because when you go, Sean, it's math, okay. When you stop all the foreclosures in March of 2020 until November 31st of 2021, essentially everybody that was pre-foreclosure or on the brink of getting foreclosed, okay, you got a, you got an over a year's break there. You got 20, whatever that is, 20, 20 yeah. months yeah, 22. Of, 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 of reprieve, okay? So what happens? December 1st, 2021, all of those homeowners that got a, a gift, you know, COVID came, so they couldn't get foreclosed upon because the government put a moratorium on. All of those homeowners that were going into foreclosure, right, in line to the car wash, were the first ones that started to get processed. It takes over a year to get foreclosed upon here in Illinois. Yeah. So you're now coming up. You know, it, it's a joke, right? So now you're coming up to... That, that one-year period of time, we're at the 10-month mark, nine, ten months of that right now, okay? So that's why you've seen an unbelievable jump when you go from zero, right, for mm-hmm. the past 22 months to wherever the heck the numbers is. Yeah, it's a freaking gigantic number. Yeah. And then what's going to happen is, okay, follow, follow along here, class. March of 20, December 21, we had 7 million homeowners that took advantage of forbearance because they could. Seven million. Six million at the end of at the end of the COVID uh, uh, forbearance forgiveness on December first, we had a million homeowners, which means Sean, as you know, you still had a million, 
of our brothers and sisters who are having financial hardship and couldn't make their mortgage payment for whatever reason, not judging, just stating a fact. Okay? Some of those were given extended forbearance, another six months, which now puts you into May of this year. And then some of those are going to get another six months, and then the train runs out of track, and, and then the servicer has to, you know, start collecting on their investments, right? Because they've got no money coming in for the past two, three years. And okay? the diabolical so gonna... thing that I don't think people realize is ultimately, when you say the servicer, ultimately who eats this is the American people. Yeah, if, if, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But, so, but but here, the the only good thing is, as you know, we've had an unbelievable bump up in values. That's why they're turning these houses over. It's not like it was in 08, where we had a 40 to 48-month inventory overhang in the market. We don't have that today. I think you'll agree with that. So I, I get asked a lot, what do I think about home values? And, you know, it's hard to explain to people how important location is. They think of neighborhoods. They think of states. They think of, you know, little cities and the rest of it. Cool. But what right. happens in, you know, I've done a lot of research in the collapse of capitalism throughout world history. What I'm seeing happen is something that I haven't seen since World War II in countries that were taken over very active in World War II, and that's the separation of classes, where the wealthy areas, people don't realize this, rich people don't have debt on their house. Those areas that have rich people um, have, you know, 80% of the homes, like I'll tell you right now, I know, I know Naples, Florida very well, 80% of the homes have no yes. debt. So they don't really yeah. care what happens to their debt service. They're, those people are rich. They're going to remain rich. But those other right. areas throughout Florida, they're going to see fire sales. Huh. You're going to see prices they're come down drastically. I mean, I don't know how you can look at, at these areas, specifically Chicago, and I'm talking everywhere in Chicago. I don't know how you could come to a conclusion they're not going to be down 20 and even 30% in a year. Am I, am I missing something? Sometimes I'm bearish, and I understand that. No, no. But, but it doesn't look good they, to me. They're already down 5-10% from the peak. When, we, when I came on last year, you show, and I said, sell your home last August, and you agreed with me 100%. Because yep. we couldn't sustain the, 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 uh, the, the rocket ship ride up and the multiples that, that people were getting. And the only reason that our listeners were getting the multiples that they were getting and the increases in the, in the escalator clauses and all that stuff because rates were at 25 and 3%. And to borrow money was very, very, very inexpensive. Now you're at rates of five and a half to six percent. Rates are are substantially higher. They're double from where they were this time last year, and it's now become a lot more expensive. Double, uh, it costs you double to uh, to finance that same home, right? So what's happening is you're 100 percent right. Double. You're starting to see a decrease in the values of homes. It, it's got to slide back to catch up to the interest rates. Now the, it, it's the, simple math. Yes, and the problem with our government is it seems. They can't do simple math. I think what they're selling to the American people as a cure is actually a poison. It is similar to leaching the patient, whatever the case, whatever you want to call it. It is a terrible, terrible debacle. And once again, you will always devastate those people who can afford it the least, those guys who are just hanging on, whose arms may be up, and all the rest of it. I mean, this has that been factored in? No, I don't think they care. But I'm just going to give you one piece of information because Carlene said we only had 15 minutes, and I told her that wasn't enough. It was no, no, I'll go until I want to go. You keep going. Okay. I was going to tell her there's no way we're going to get this in in 15 minutes, but I don't want to upset her. It's a Friday. Yeah. So here, see, here's a fact. From my title company, Fidelity Title, 73% of homeowners, because of the record low rates, have a mortgage rate of under 4%, Sean. Uh-huh. 73%. 
73% of homeowners in the United States have mortgage interest rates under 73%. But what they're also not telling you is this. Two-thirds of Americans don't have three months' worth of an emergency fund right now. Two-thirds of Americans don't have a three-month emergency fund. That's where we're at right now, Sean. Okay? More of our listeners are living on their credit cards. As you know, and our listeners know if they pay attention, those credit card minimums are going up because of what the Fed's doing. And essentially what needs to happen is our listeners have to stop buying stuff. The American public have to stop buying stuff that they don't need to survive in order to tap this inflation down. We need to correct the supply chain challenges that we have as well. Well, they, okay? they don't know, it, it, nobody it, knows how to do that, and the classes are separating. And what the government's answer will be is to give us exactly um, what they did last time and try to pump up the bubble bigger and better and t- try to pretend that we can – uh, perpetuate the Ponzi scheme. I don't see it happening. There's no way you can do it, especially when you have a country that is um, as as failed in every aspect of the economy, and you're trying to at the same time tr- change the energy sector. How's that work? How's that work? You know, I mean, it, 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 it's sad because I had a guy call who calls every day. I love him to death. He's a great guy, and his daughter's a cop, and she's going to buy a house. And I said, absolutely not. Do not buy a house. And then when you read the story of Bank of America, which I spoke for you, even though uh, I probably shouldn't have, but I know you. I appreciate, I appreciate that. And the idea that Bank of America is steering races and trying to make it look like a good thing when, in fact, what you're doing is pitching them very specific neighborhoods and very specific areas that are the last place anybody should buy, even if you've got a down payment and you're going to do it again with zero down payment, with um, zero closing costs, and zero mortgage insurance. And this is a scam I don't think people realize. When you have 20%, you pay what? Between 0.5 and 0.1.5, depending on your credit? When you have less than that, what's Lower mortgage insurance? Mortgage insurance is through what's the roof, and it should be, because people are good. There's a certain section of society where they say, go ahead, default. You can't have a society that runs like this in this two-tier system, can you? No. Well, here's the challenge you have. Their, their program, I know it was promoted as black and brown, but in, in, the, in the research that I did, white people can also apply for this program. There's no credit scores. If How I look like Elizabeth Warren? Is, no, no, I'm just, right. I'm just telling you what, I, what you know, the, the research I've done. Everything you said is right. They're, you know, they're not basing it off of credit scores. They have to, uh, the buyers have to complete a home buying certificate, you know, a certification from an approved housing counseling agency, and they have to, and they're going to base it on, their previous payment histories of utilities, rent, phone, and insurance. Here's the challenge. When I do a mortgage or any other mortgage professional does a mortgage, what came out of Dodd-Frank was the ability to repay. That was the big, the big mantra that came out of that, the ability to repay the mortgage. That's why all the stated income loans and the stated asset loans went away. You have to show the ability to repay the mortgage. I don't know what the guidelines are here because it's just fluff right now. The PR people are going crazy pumping this out, right? You didn't hear anything about how white people could qualify for this. It was just black and he, he Hispanic was the main headline. But buried in the story, black, you know, white guys could and gals and, and couples could, could do this. And here's why they're doing this. According to the National Association of Realtors, right, NAR, mm-hmm. um, homeownership among whites is 71%. Homeownership amongst Hispanic is 51%. Homeownership amongst blacks is 43%, which is lower than it was in 2010. So they're taking the demographics and they're trying to increase 
home ownership within the black community and the brown community to catch up with the white community to build wealth because as you know the best way to build wealth in the united states is through real estate right the yeah. challenge is depends where uh, well depends where well, it depends is where. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's all it's all location yeah. but again if if they get I, I here i'll throw this out there va loans zero down payment okay no pmi it's one of the best performing loan categories throughout the entire loan system, loans for veterans, okay? I hope and I pray, and I'm just looking on the good side of this, that these type of programs, because there are a lot of homeowners out there that do not have any type of credit scores. They can't get credit cards, but they're paying their mortgage, uh, their rent payments on time, their utilities on time, their phone. They've got other alter- alternative lines of credit. If they could figure out a way to make this work, I'm all for it, but 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 the challenge is there are winners and losers in anything. Yeah, right. And we had this in '08 with the subprime loans, right, with zero down, and it was and a complete. Fl- it was failure. a complete nightmare. But here's the thing that people don't understand: it's a complete n- nightmare because it was abused by the people who didn't understand the responsibilities and the obligation right. in home ownership. The VA loan right. works because those. Guys spent years of their lives learning the kind of discipline it takes to own a home. Owning a home is not for everybody. And as people change in their life, I'm older now. It's not for me anymore. I don't want a home in the fashion I've had one, right? I want a condo and the rest of it. But this is the thing. If you don't take that into account, you sell it and you put lipstick on that pig. We're helping you. Then you make it area-specific. You could be starting a domino effect that destroys all but the very rich. And one thing is for sure, since 2007, this country's wealth, and I'm not one of these redistribution guys, not because once it fails, you stifle the ability for people to get rich because you're tearing down this, the, the parts of our society that can afford it the least, and you're doing it again. You're doing it again. I can't believe they're doing I it again. Fo- I fo- and, and, and I'll leave it on this, right? There, there have been no guidelines released so i can't get into specifics with you or anybody because it's all the pr machine right now pumping this out in order to give b b of a a big attaboy and a gold star for the day okay yeah my biggest concern is this and you know this as a homeowner and and, and as a realtor going into a home ownership getting the down payment assistance and, and closing cost credit fine all right but what happens if they buy? If somebody buys a home, I don't care what color skin you know. You it's have, all so ridiculous. And the furnace yeah. goes out. Exactly. Well, hold on. And the furnace, right? Okay. And you got to come up today. A furnace is six, seven G's. No kidding. Right? Pre-COVID, it was thirty. Okay. So yeah, six, seven grand. Ask any HVAC guy. So it's so. Where's that money coming from? Okay. It's- if if you have a leak in a roof and you need a new roof, and you got to do a tear off of a roof. That that ain't cheap. Setting okay, people that up for failure is not helping them. And these programs right, are setting people's because you know what? Chris Dodd was a scumbag and Barney Frank was a was a real scumbag. Uh, it doesn't matter. Please. They never wrote the bill. Citibank wrote the bill. These bills are being written by corporations that are giving themselves immunity from from harm, and they're dishing it on the people once again. And if we're going to change things, we got to break that system of if we just spread out the loss, no one will notice because you're destroying our nation. You're destroying the value in even something as simple as home ownership. And if we don't change it, it's just going to be rinse and repeat. Let's put a new new name on it, the same lipstick, same pig. That's how I see it. I, and and, and I, I see I see your point. I'm just from an altruistic standpoint, being in the mortgage industry for 21 years. Yeah. If we could give black and brown 
And everybody, it doesn't have a coach. Can you have an opportunity Listen, to get in and find a successful way to do it? I'm who grew up in ghettos? Who was in the first ghettos? Who were in the first ghettos? The Jews. The your Jews people. The Italians, right? right? The Italians right. weren't considered Caucasoids until LBJ in 1965. You don't. The government doesn't help groups. It destroys the opportunity for working people. And until working people figure that out, they're just going to be fodder. They're just going to be useful idiots. They're going to support parties that are actually hurting them. And this we have to get away from. And by the way, you might be altruistic on radio, but you're not if it's a buffet. I can barely get in to eat my sandwich. Anyway... <laughs> You have a good time. All right there, Chubby? I appreciate it, have and a, I apologize to all the WIND list, AM560 listeners. I've got to listen to 15 minutes of commercials now, but I I'll, appreciate the time. I'll be back after <laughs> this. Goodbye. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, I'm reflecting on um, the conversation with David reason that I love the idea of Americanism, capitalism, is because in a country that is honest, that has integrity, that gives you a, a uh, principle, an economic system built on capitalism and property rights, you can have upward mobility without being part of the corrupt mafia. In these hellholes, these sewers, these Democrat strongholds like Chicago and the rest of it, New York, New Jersey, it's harder, it's more difficult because the honest guy pays the cost while the corrupt faction of the mafia protects its own so you have to bribe them or bend knee to their corruption and that's what joe biden is doing to the entire country and that's why it's very important to put up a fight against it now in the grand scheme of things god willing principles although they'll be tainted although they'll be bastardized of americanism may survive the biden administration depending on how quickly we can rebuild and destroy the corrupt bills that he's passed unconstitutionally by using the greatest lunch date in Washington, D.C. Get off the table, Kamala, you tramp! She's been able to pretend to be a senator and push everything through through reconciliation, where now they can have 50 plus the one tramp, and the next thing you know, they spend trillions of dollars. And they've managed to do this, and hopefully that'll change. But until then, you're going to have to be nimble I have guys on like David, so that if you're thinking about buying something and it's in a Democrat sewer, the answer is simple. Don't. Because if you think you like it now, you'll like it at 50% cheaper. And maybe by then, we can start to shake off the effects of feudalism. Because in a corrupt society, it's futile to own the property there. Just ask so many people who are long uh, real estate in Ukraine. How's your condo in Kiev? Because it's not that much different than downtown Chicago. And when you start to see businesses and honest people flee, you should take that as an indicator. This is Teresa Ging Shop, owner of the Chicago bakery Sugar Bliss. And I've been in business in the downtown loop for 15 years. Today on Morning in America, she spoke with Adrienne Bankert about her concerns about the increase in crime changing her business plans. If it's not safe for me and my business and my customers, my employees, like this is not a great place for us anymore, even though Chicago is a growing city. In new video obtained but what's by it growing in? No, over- I, I heard that and I said, boy, what's it growing in? What is Chicago growing in? And it's not growing anywhere except in the terms of failure. You know, it's funny. Wesley Snipes got three years in prison. Did you know that, Squirrel? Wesley Snipes, big actor, Black, three years in prison 
people that are shooting people on the south side of Chicago, people who are caught with guns, carjackers, purse bandits, boosters who are going in and robbing stores on Michigan Avenue, they're let out on their own reconnaissance within hours. Wesley Snipe got three years. Do you know what for? Tax evasion. Wesley Snipes had the audacity to not file the proper amount of money he made. And for that, the American government put him away for three years, and that's the same justice system that lets out the thieves who rob, rape, and pillage on a daily basis in the sewer of Chicago. And that is why, if it's growing, it's not growing in good people. It's not growing in decency. It's growing in people who are enticed to live on a welfare system. I've seen an interesting development down through the years. When I first suggested the danger of government control inherent in so many federal handouts, there were people who denied vehemently that every, any such thing could ever take place. And yet, before too long, the same people were saying, what's wrong with government control? And in the recent days, we've heard representatives in the higher echelons of government ask us, well, are you afraid of your own government? Well, to tell you the truth, I am. And I really think that you should be. After the speech last night, what you're seeing in these Democrat strongholds, be they New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Philadelphia, to give people, getting started in life, the idea that you're going to build wealth by being a real estate holder, which means you're buying into that area. That's what real estate is. I think you make a huge mistake. And if you own, I think you have but one choice. Sell, Mortimer, sell. Teresa, Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. Uh, I agree. Do not buy in Chicago. Don't buy in the suburbs. Do not buy. I'm currently living in a condo I lived in before I moved to Los Angeles. And when I knew I was moving back to Chicago, I called to see if anything was available in the same building. And it turned out the same unit I lived in before was available. So I flew to Chicago. I met with the landlord and I secured it. I was like, oh, this is excellent. And, you know, I was so tempted to buy it, but I decided, you know, I'm going to wait and oh, see thing. how things play out. Oh, yeah. And now because of the crime in this city, there's no way I'm buying this place. I mean, I wish I could, but it's not going to get any better from what I'm seeing. No. So don't buy. And you have, you have to decide at what point in your life you're going to stop surviving and start living. And, you know, this is, right. something, this is the longest I've been here in a while. I've been back a while, and I, I'm getting the hell out of here very soon. And, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I see the difference. And to walk around, I see it in my friends. Yeah. In these areas, in these, in these downtrodden areas where if you produce, if you're an honest person, if you earn, you're the target of the government. Not yeah. only, you, you can't help but develop that mindset of a survivor. And that's not like that when you live in an area that is like-minded and wants to protect the good people and punish the bad. Unfortunately, that's something that most people who live and grew up and never left Chicago, they don't understand what I just said to you. But right. at a certain point, people are going to have to wake up. And what you're seeing, in my opinion, is a division of society, and it's more than just political ideology. It's people that are willing to take the tyranny and people who, re who reject it. That's the way I see it. The good news is, exactly. Teresa, when you move, you just have to call U-Haul and not a broker, and then ask him every day, how did this showing go? I hope I found some suckers, because that's what it's going to take to buy. Thank you very much. Kevin in Austin, Texas, he's not a sucker. Hey, Sean. Uh, I love your. I love listening to you. Anyhow, I Thank was you. listening to uh, 
Well, it's 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 the humor that you throw in all this type of stuff. We have a disagreement on one thing, but I know that Rich from Indiana Park, Chuck from Delavan, Greg from Mount Greenwood, Bob from Buffalo Grove, Tom from Blue Island, wow. Fred from Mount Greenwood, Don from Bloomingdale, and Teresa from the Gold Coast, and all your other regular callers, I think they would agree with me that how can Lori Lightfoot explain the fact that it's immoral to bus these immigrants from Texas to Chicago in air conditioning, we probably feed them, but it's not immoral for these to encourage these people to cross a desert where they might starve to death or they got to deal with the cartels and children are, you have to go through God knows what and all that type of stuff. But that's not immoral at all. Because it exposes, it expo- it exposes that conflicting message that she has and it exposes yeah. who she is at the same time. She feels the same thing every American feels and that every Democrat used yeah. to feel. That, look, we w- I love the idea that people are here. I really do. And I've said this on my show. I think I've, I've, I've been very consistent. I love those people who want to come here for all of the right reasons. Oh, I reasons. do, too. I'm saying, and, and, uh, and then Lori doesn't. Lori doesn't, though. Lori doesn't. Well, it's the she likes the that ones that are willing to, to partake in her mafia, the ones who, who help her city fail so she can use that as a revenue generator. Sooner or later, right. these people are going to figure this out, that that no, revenue, would, she says, thinking. is helping these people is being stolen yeah. by, the, by the mafia of, of organized political corruption. Sooner or later, the, right. so these was, neighborhoods are going to figure it out. So I was thinking, because I, you know, I was maybe going up to visit some family, I might go down to the border and get a, bu- a free bus ride up to Chicago. What do you think? Would oh, that, I like that. I like that. I, you know, listen, I've never traveled by bus. I, I'm a loner. I kind of prefer by car or in small aircraft. However, I, uh, I, I think it might be interesting. And, you know, you'll have a time yeah, to really decide. I'm going to tell you something right now. I think who will save yeah. the principles of America, and I mean this, are not going to be these willful scum Democrats. It'll be the new immigrants. Yeah. Who who hey, are the I best callers one, to my show? The new immigrants. The, I, go ahead. I got one one thing on the uh, on the speech that Biden gave last night. Uh-huh. I I was almost laughing because I thought I was watching Bob Geldof in the wall. You know, Ooh, I didn't think of that. that. I was thinking there was a guy in the former Soviet Union, and I couldn't remember. You know how it broke off into a million countries. He did the same thing with the red bricks. He had the military yeah. guys and wave it. The only difference is I don't think yeah. Biden the waved only... his arms a lot, mainly because he can't. And he didn't shave his eyebrows either. I mean, that was the only thing that was different. Dude, I mean, come on. Thank God that we don't have smell of vision. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Want to hear a little bit of it? I, I don't know if I do. I don't know if I can. Imagine, Joe, if you turned on the television in Washington, D.C., and saw a mob of a thousand people storming down the hallways of the parliament, breaking down the doors, trying to overturn an outcome of election, and killing several police officers in the meantime. We killed several police officers? I just thought there was the one cop that shot the unarmed woman, 120-pound veteran, in the neck. I'll tell you what, you just keep rewriting history. Before you know it, people will think somebody elected this chiseler. Whore. Bob, Crown Point. Hey, Sean. Thank God I found you. I just recently found out you were on the radio a couple weeks ago. The last day I listened to that other station was the day I found out you weren't getting on. Wait a minute, there's another station? Where? Where is this other station you speak of? Well... It doesn't exist now. There but, you, you know, go. I saw oh, that. Excellent. I thought I saw that Joe guy in a mini 
one of those mini buses wearing a helmet looking the window. Oh, you're talking about that Irish Ryan. gypsy that used to be a Tea Party congressman. Did you never hear the story? You know, I used to I I used to first of all, I didn't call into his show. I called into the morning show. I received a call. He yeah. said, I'm starting a show. Would you call in? I called in on his first night. Ironically, it was about immigration. I will not forget it. Because he couldn't have he didn't have an original thought in his head. And then I got a call and said, Hey, would you like to fill in? I said, Okay, you know, he hasn't gone on vacation. Do you know why I filled in for him where he went? You remember when what? Sasha Baron Cohen got that moron yeah, yeah. to call him Kinder Grenaders? That's how I got on the show. This stupid son oh. of a dog, Irish gypsy fraud that he is. And the chisel. Oh, my. He owed me two dimes for a year. But go ahead. Talk about a mental breakdown. But, yeah. hey, this potted plant we have in the Oval Office, he also threatened Irish us. Gypsy. Oh, yeah. He, he threatened us. And I'm like, is, is it critical thought? Is it uh, lack of critical thought? Or is it uh, critical thinking? No, it's a psychosis. Because every word he said was an outright lie. And it was and, a display of and, fascism. And everything he said was yeah. unconstitutional and against the principles of a republic. And we've, what people don't understand is that this country has been in a civil cold war for decades. It was when politicians decided to become rulers and stop representing the people and their freedoms and start to figure out how well, to undermine know, them. And that's a bipartisan problem, brother. You know what's going to happen next? What? False flags. We're going to get a bunch of Democratic offices getting firebombed, and they're going to blame MAGA people. And you, you watch. It's Not me. Well, first of all, Bob, I'm, I've always said this. The real conservatives, the real people who believe in Americanism, I'm not interested in violence. Legally, the Joe Biden Democrat mafia policies are unconstitutional. And legally, we have the grounds. I think that the good states should now separate we need a divorce. After last night, it's very evident we have unreconcilable differences. And I agree with you, by the way, Bob. That was a threat. We were threatened by a, somebody who claims to be the president, but clearly is covering up the theft of office. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, let's go to the lines. We've got some new callers here. Corey Woodlawn. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Sean. I did want to say this. I heard that speech from Biden yesterday, but I don't think they could have pulled off that fraud that they pulled off in 2020, and I don't think they can pull off this next fraud without the rhinos. 84% of all counties in this country are controlled by Republicans. And yeah. that beautiful party that was created to free the slaves is under control of these people that are destroying our republic. Well, because when you think about it, Corey, think about the kind of level of corruption we're talking about. You just have to distract the people with a bill, and you literally can pay off foreign entities that were bribing you. And you could pay them off to the tunes of tens, hundreds of billions of dollars. It's a, it's a tempting scam. And if you look at the scam of the banking fraud, right, you've got the cartel of banking, you've got the military industrial complex. That's why nobody talks about how instead of working to figure out how to have a peace agreement between Russia and the Ukrainian oligarchs who were involved in a civil war in their own countries, they want to keep them apart. Boris Johnson broke apart the peace of talks, talks in April. Why? Because you've got to keep this money flow going. And in the meantime, they can demonize us, right? The, yeah. the mega Republicans are terrible and racist. Go ahead, Corey. Go. 
that last statement that Dylan Radigan made before they kicked him off of MSNBC, when he said both parties are doing this, they're extracting trillions of dollars out of the United States of America, and this country is doomed. Well, Corey, they got me and you, and together we can rebuild it, and that's what it's going to take. We're going to have to rebuild it. James, Tom, Kathy, me, you, Terry. That's what it's going to take. Thanks for the call, by the way. Are you kidding me, man? I don't get two seconds like this? Come on! Give me some more time, squirrel. Now you can't listen, even when I tell you how to make money in the stock market. Sell rallies! I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Numbers are very important. They're indicators. Not everybody lives like the government and continues to just constantly borrow. The real people need to position themselves to have a decent life. People that don't want to be on government sustenance. It's amazing to me that numbers from last month when it comes to unemployment were revised in excess of 100,000. Unheard of. Unheard of. Especially when you're talking about such low numbers. I can't imagine that um, this is just going to go without any information aside from a talk radio show in Chicago. I'm hoping there is something that can expose the waste, fraud, and abuse that's in our government. I know somebody who's trying to put up that fight. His name is E.J. Antoni. He is a research fellow for regional economics at the Center for Data at Heritage Foundation, among other things. E.J., thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Sean, my pleasure. I'm keeping up the fight. How are you doing? I'm doing the same thing, and I'm going to drag the moron public by their nose hairs, if I have to, to wake up and stop putting these political whores and pimps in power who have destroyed a country that sets records every month with revenue to the government, and it's still never enough. We're setting records every month, and now we're up to, what, $6 trillion and they still can't run a government? Right, yeah, we literally have never given the government a higher percentage of GDP than we are right now. And exactly as you said, they do nothing but waste it. Somehow, even after we give them more and more money after every single month, they still find new ways to waste it. It's amazing. So when you're looking at these numbers, you know, I used to dissect these things. This is I'll never forget being a kid and I would, unemployment was a big deal. This is before it was broken into the U6, I mean the six different categories. There was just one. And you would see how important, and, and I, it took me a long time to figure out why. And back then there was some integrity into the market. And it would take the direction of people that were putting money and investing it for others, retirement funds and the rest of it. They needed to position themselves so they didn't lose money back when it was important. And um, when you see numbers that are skewed like this, they come out and have 107,000 uh, retraction. Do you think these... The government giving us these numbers, the CBO, the rest of it, do they have any integrity anymore, any credibility? Yeah, I, I don't think they have that much credibility anymore. But honestly, Sean, I don't even know if it's if it's maliciousness or just sheer incompetence. 
I mean, the, the absolute garbage that comes out of some of these agencies is nothing less than astounding. And, and you read the rationale behind the, the statistical changes they make, let's say, when they change methodologies and whatnot. And you wonder, can anyone actually be this dumb? Or is it diabolical? Because at the same time they're telling us everything is fine, they have been incentivizing and not redistributing wealth from rich people to poor, which I don't even think that's real. But what they have been doing is destroying the, the, the advantage to being a worker, to earning. They've been stripping away 40 to 50% of your income federally, and who knows how much locally, depending on where you live. And they've been making it as if you live on government sustenance, the equivalent of sixty and $70,000 a year. That's a diabolical plan to give a feudal economic system and incentivize government loyalty. Am I reading right. too deep into it? No, no, because if you know, people talk about the problem in this country being income inequality, that's not the problem at all. The problem is income equality. Yeah. And what I mean by that is when you look at the bottom quintile, the bottom fifth, right, of, of, uh, of households, what you find is they're virtually all on government assistance. And because of the incredibly over-generous, the gratuitous government assistance that they receive, their disposable incomes are above the people in the fourth quintile, and they're about the same as the people in the middle. So in other words, if you're the average American, you're a chump. What are you doing working? You could be not working and on government assistance and literally have the same standard of living. That's, ha- the, that's the crazy system we've created. It's so infuriating to me because um, I watched my mother with three jobs. I have relatives who work their ass off, and they, you know, they survive. They drown in the quagmire that is a corrupt socialist government. Um, that in, in, in the meantime, they are all very rich as they write laws and rules to legitimize pay-to-play schemes. And there has to be something that all Americans can agree on that infuriates them. Is there an economic number? It isn't the productivity number because they let it out two and a half weeks ago, and nobody gives a rip that it's the lowest it's been since 1947. It certainly isn't the mediocrity and subsidized employment numbers where they can revise them by six six, uh, numbers and nobody cares. What's the number you see to give us some optimism here? You know, believe it or not, I think it's this whole student loan debacle. Really? I mean, we're, we're looking at right now. Yeah, and the reason I say that is because we're looking at right now college grads having an unemployment rate of 1.9%. That's exactly what they had before the pandemic. And on top of that, if you look at the number of college grads working today and you compare that to pre-pandemic, it's 3.7 million higher these people have had their wages steadily increased over the last two years, so they have basically kept up with inflation, while the common man has not. I mean, there's absolutely zero reason to give these people any more of a bailout than we already have. We've already, because of the pause on interest on student loans, we've already cost the taxpayer $170 billion. That's that's not including any kind of forgiveness. That's just what's already baked into the cake, right? Man, I mean, man. People, are, people are furious about this. And a what's the college graduate? Just, it's like a third, isn't it? A third of Americans actually graduate it's, college? It's, it's not even, right, so it's not even a third. And of those college graduates, most of them don't even have student loans. Because either A, they're like you and I, where we were actually responsible and paid off our debts, yeah. right? Or or they never even took out debt in the first place. So you're talking about only a fraction of that third that are actually even benefited by this program. But you have to ask yourself, why on earth are we giving these people debt relief when they all have jobs and they're making more 
than the average American. So a friend of mine was just in a uh, an auto parts store uh, just what's he uh, two days ago, and he heard overheard two people in line talking about how this is going to cost them an extra two thousand in taxes, which is true for them, and neither of them went to college. Man, oh man. You know what's and there's another side of that coin. You know what that is, EJ? You've been in my cigar store. I have a dear friend of mine who is a true monument to determination and success. He's a guy that grew up in a ghetto. He's a West Side ghetto. Everybody in his family, nothing but problems. Most of them have been shot over the course of the last decade. And he was very good in sports and a Catholic school took a liking to him. He found a sponsor and he went to school. Well, he um, also took advantage of Pell Grants. He didn't have any money. His parents were uh, not around. His dad was incarcerated. So he went to college on Pell Grants, and he became a doctor. And he had three loans. He came into my store and said, you're not going to believe what happened. I said, what happened? He goes, I, they just erased $75,000 of debt. I didn't ask them to. I wouldn't have accepted it. But because he had fit that category, and had those three separate loans, it's not 10000 It's not even 20000 If you're a Pell Grant, you're eligible for twenty-five. but it's not even the student. It's per loan. And when that kind of chicanery goes on, it has nothing to do with the citizen. It is because the government has backdoor co-opted and nationalized student lending. They took a problem of $450 billion under Barack Obama before he nationalized it, it grew to $1.7 trillion. This is not about the people. This is about the government writing a check to itself and spreading out more of the liability and more of the cost on the citizens. Can that information get out? And can you wake these idiots the hell up to really have a demand on the on, on entities like the SEC and the rest of the bureaucracies that look into financial crimes and fraud to see what this really was. It wasn't altruism. It was an inside payoff to a corrupted system. What say you? Oh, my gosh, yes. And and what a great way to, to buy votes, essentially, right? And who who is really being bailed out here? It's actually not even the, the former students. It's not the college graduates who are getting bailed out. It's, it's the, government. the liberal institutions and the government, exactly. It is these colleges who are basically now just centers of indoctrination for the leftist cause. And they are the ones who are being bailed out. If, if these student loans were not backed by the government and if the government were not taking over these loans, what would happen to them? They would default because all of these universities have given out what are essentially fraudulent degrees, things ending in the word studies that are useless, and all of these kids graduating with 200 grand in debt would never be able to pay those loans back, and then the school would have to eat it. And the Democrats certainly don't want that to happen because these schools, again, are the indoctrination centers for the next generation of leftists. You know, so this is a bailout of the government and those institutions, namely universities, that are supporting it. You know, and, and the other thing is these, these schools, a lot of them, have billion-dollar endowments, hundreds of millions of dollar endowments. They have alum that contribute the money. They are selling the uh, their football, their foosball, and the soccer, and the rest of it to NBC, ABC, CBS. They have multi-million dollar, billion dollar contracts, and yet they get to keep all the money. So it seems like a underwritten scam by once again the American people. And why isn't there congressional meetings and oversights and laws so that if these these companies, they're not colleges, they're companies, have all of this money, all of this profit, why do they just get to keep it? 
and the people still get to fund all this? It doesn't make sense to me. Well, the, I think the, the short answer is that the system protects itself, right? The last thing that the political donor class is going to do is allow their, their surrogates, a.k.a. the politicians, to do anything that is against their own interest. And so the last thing that they want to see happen is any kind of a, accountability or oversight that you're describing, because then the, the scheme would be exposed and the fraud would have to end at that point. Larry Summers lost Harvard's money, $1.8 billion in the, uh, I think it was only in like seven years that he was an advisor to Harvard's endowment fund. Um, How much money do you lose before you can become an economic advisor to the president? Um, Should there be a cap on it, or should it be the more you lose, the better advisor you become to Democrats? What do you think? Well, you know what? It's a really interesting relationship because to be an advisor for a Republican president, if you're going to be someone like Casey Mulligan out of the University of Chicago, or you know, if you're going to be Art Laffer, then you certainly have to make a whole heck of a lot of money, <laughs> and you have to make you have to have some you have to be able to make some some very good judgments, and you need to have excellent advice. But but fortunately, if you're not one of those incredibly successful people, if you are an utter failure within the sound of our voices, then fear not, because if you mess up badly enough, you could be an advisor to a Democrat. That's exactly. It's it's so preposterous, EJ, that I had to bring it up. The idea that this idiot lost the $1.8 billion and he is turned to as an expert on the economy does explain so many of our economic numbers. What is your prediction in the future? Um, do you think it's going to be a, oh, the Republicans win Congress and all of a sudden we're going to turn back the hands of these terrible, terrible bills? Or will it just be more pump and dump? What do you think? I, I think if Republicans do succeed in taking back one or both houses of Congress, then at that point it's just damage control because you're not going to have veto-proof majorities and Biden is unfortunately still going to be in the White House. So you're very limited in what you can do. But in, in terms of what I see looking forward, I mean, there's a lot of storm clouds on the horizon. The big fear that I have right now is with new orders. So when you look around at virtually any of the Federal Reserve banks, Dallas, Philly, uh, Richmond, New York, Atlanta, you're seeing in all their surveys, new orders are collapsing. And yet business output is expanding and they're still hiring. Why? Because they have this massive backlog of unfilled orders that they are still working through that developed during the pandemic when we had those government imposed lockdowns and we had all these supply chain disruptions. So now those are basically worked out. The only missing ingredient for a lot of these businesses is labor. So they're hiring like crazy and they're working through these backlogs. The problem is there's not enough new orders coming in to replace the, what, the output that's going out the door. So this is all going to come to an end eventually, and that's going to mean businesses are going to have to decrease output, and they're going to have to decrease employment. That means layoffs, and the unemployment rate is going to go up. And I'm not even worried about a recession at this point. That's a depression. Had recession. Right. I'm, I'm worried about the double dip. I'm worried about things getting bad. And that, what you just talked about, explains the massive rise in producer price index that nobody wants to talk about. And this is something that was glazed over and I think is far more important than consumer price index because this is a forecast of whether you're going to be in this for a lot longer than you should be or not. And if you take a look at the energy sector of our nation and our economy and realize that the incompetent government is going to go full speed ahead even though they're failing in real time, what can good people do? And I'm that serious about this. You know, I, I am... 
I look at every rally as a selling opportunity, and I'm done trading because uh, the government, in my opinion, has disincentivized profit. That's another aspect, as you promised, new taxation. It's going to take the end of Joe Biden's term and hopefully a capitalist and somebody who believes in the principles of property rights to turn this country around. In the meantime, the way I see it, I tell my kids, hunker down. You got two and a half more years of this idiot destroying things. Is that what I should be telling all my audience like I just did? You know, I, I think that's some pretty sound advice. When you look at the producer price numbers that you just mentioned, they have run hotter than CPI literally for every single month of Biden's presidency. So even if those wholesale prices stopped increasing today, you still have a tremendous amount of price increases that have not yet been passed on to the consumer. And that's going to happen in the coming months. And what we just discussed about new orders going down, that's only going to be exacerbated by prices going up even further. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're... I feel They're like George really... Clooney in the perfect storm. I have my hat on. I don't know. We're going up the wave. It doesn't look good here, EJ. No, I mean, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but again, oh. I, I just don't see anything sunny on the horizon right now. Here's what's I mean, sunny. When I close my cigar store. have any dead cat bounces? No. no but things yeah. are not looking good. Here's the other good news, EJ. When I lock this the doors of the cigar store for one reason or another, I'm going to have all those cigars, and we're smoking them. So always keep your eye on the positive, EJ and Tony. And if you're ever in town, you stop by. Thank you for everything you do. I appreciate it. Next time I have you on, we're going to talk about a story that broke today, how Rootin' Tootin' Putin isn't going to turn on Nord Stream 1, let alone Nord Stream 2, and how uh, we're going to pretend that selling them natural gas is going to help us. Uh, That'll be next time. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Sean. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I have these conversations, and I understand this isn't how talk radio normally is done. But it's important to understand the ramifications of exactly what we're facing. Because there's not a day that goes by that I cannot picture my mother sitting at the table stressed beyond belief because she was short on some bill if we paid the rent. I know what that is like. And I know what it's like to be that kid and can't figure out how to get the bills paid. And that's why when you have these conversations, it's important to understand what happened When Joe Biden took control of this country. It's important to position yourself. Because there is no dignity in a government sustained life. There's no dignity in welfare. You can't give a man that. That can only happen in a country that allows you to not be a slave or be treated like one. When we talk about liberty, that's what we're talking about. There are no programs for dignity. None. That's why ghettos are built. There's just as much money being funneled into there than there are all the other neighborhoods. But you can't give dignity. And it's not about race. There's far more white people on government welfare than any other race. But you destroy an entire opportunity, an entire generation. In most cases, it's generations. What we're fighting for is big. There is no government program for dignity. None. And by the way, the, the government programs aren't for people. They're for theft of political whores and pimps. They're just deciding who's who. 
Kathy in Lockport. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I, I talked to you yesterday. You didn't win the bet. We didn't. Neither one of us won the bet. Yeah. But I just That's I got a few a things to say. In my old neighborhood. <laughs> Go ahead. But there's a couple things because you had that economist on too. So um, uh, I wasted 25 of my precious minutes listening to the mumbling fool yesterday. But the best part of the speech was hearing the hecklers screaming, let's go, Brandon. Ah. And then, and FJ, you know. Yeah, B, yeah. 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 And, That's um, food, jobs, siren. and business, by the way. I don't know why. Everybody's yeah. mind is in the gutter, but go ahead. And police sirens going off every two minutes. That yep. was the best part of the speech. Well, it wasn't um, Philadelphia. Just, it's very dangerous in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another and, Democrat and, and utopia. But um, I heard on Newsmax today a reporter saying the reason why he came out with his speech yesterday, or his so-called speech, um, was because of the My Son Hunter movie coming out on September 7th. Oh, I think think it's interesting. I think it's very, very interesting. But here's the thing. I think at this stage of the game, you had to go out of your way not to realize what Joe Biden is. Joe Biden, you know, in the 80s, he pulled out because in the 80s had dignity. Democrats weren't what you see today. And he was a joke. He was talked about by the media as a lightweight, as a joke. That's what Joe Biden is. Oh, I've seen the videos. I've seen all the videos. In Ronald Reagan's diary, Ronald Reagan's diary, he refers to Joe Biden as the dumbest wannabe demagogue American politics ever produced. That's how he was thought of it, bipartisan way. So to not see that the crackhead has been a bag man, you know, but it's funny. I don't hear Democrats mention about Joe Biden's one point five billion dollar contract to build homes in Iraq. You know, that happened under Bush. And there's yeah. not there's not a peep. Where's the money? And has anyone seen a Joe Biden home built in Iraq? Has anybody seen one? We you know, we got a lot of Iraqi vets. They just still don't know why they were there. Looks to me like no point. Has anybody ever seen a Joe Biden brother built home? I don't think I have. But anyway. No. See, that's what yeah, I mean, Kathy. I, I I'd have... like to think it was a distraction play. But if you're a Democrat, these obvious obvious facts of corruption in the Democrat Party, they don't dissuade you anymore. They incentivize you. And you're either well, in on it said, or you're too stupid yeah. to see it. That's what a Democrat They said They said it's going to expose his um, corruption. and um, But everything else that's been brought out and nothing's ever been done but i, I just want to um, you know what's fun things. about our conversation is that in the in a hundred years from now joe biden will be remembered as not only the greatest failed president ever to hold the office and steal the office it'll be proven in the future we as a generation will be referred to as the dumbest generation in america that hired oh, this, they already poli- are. this political whore they already are obvious you hear what's going on in schools yeah, I did. I got all that. I, all right, don't jump my gun. Well, well, no, no, I know I one, go. one second. I went hang, on, hang on one second. All right, hurry up. Why, why? One, one second. What? I heard today in um, Lyons Township School, there's um, kids, and they're dressing. Have you heard of furries? They've got tails. They've got their, their like, cats. Yeah, there was one of the idiots barking. when I first came here, and one idiot used to go to those things. But if you look at them, you'd know what they are. And keep your kids away They've from the furries. they got a litter box in the bathroom of the school. Yeah. And I also want to say, Cheeseburger Pig, remember when he raised... All right, I got to go to commercial. I'm a sucker for the women, but I got to go to commercial. 312-642-5600. 
He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I knew I was going to get a call on this today, and I am excited that I did get one. Let's go to Pam in Lockport. Hi, Pam. Hey. Hi, Sean. How you doing? Wonderful. I just wanted to uh, talk about the ranked choice voting. <laughs> I, love I don't know if you know anything uh, about that it's, or anything. It's, it's brilliant in its diabolical plot to sound either benign or advantageous while destroying the electoral system and the election primary system and the reason we even have a primary. It's brilliant if you wanted to destroy the principles of our election. I agree, and and and, and I think that you need to educate your people about that. I was listening to because I listen to five sixty the answer all the time. Yes, I, and, I I was working, but I did have time to read about Sarah Palin's loss because it was mind boggling to me. Because first of all, she is the victim of the most perfect uh, character assassination by the media and the Democrat <laughs> mafia prior to Trump. However, she she was picked. <laughs> She was picked by McCain because she had the highest approval rating of any governor in America in the history of America. Did you know that? She was 80% approval. So when she lost, I said, boy, this doesn't make too much sense unless, you know, they were able to steal it, number one. Or, but when, right. you, when you look at this, this is really diabolical. They were able to kick out. It first is. of all, and she it, lost it, it, by like 3,000 votes. You know, Right, she lost by I mean, three thousand uh, votes. The, the one host I was I was uh, listening to, um, they're taking over. They're going after red state to yeah. change this 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 thing. And I I just want you to uh, I I'm hoping that you can educate your so your I will. Thank you very it's much. Really, it's really 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 diabolical, like you said. It, yeah. it really is. Um, it, so- uh, and then like it, let's say. Uh, and, then, and an example, like if you only, because you have to choose people in the order that who you want to win. If you only choose one person. Yes, that's the diabolical. Your vote is thrown out. Ins- your vote is thrown out. It's insanity. And so that's you how you have to choose in the order of who you want to do. Yeah, they turned you it know, into like, uh, well, you got to remember who they're talking about, Pam. Thank you for the call. They're talking about degenerate racetrack, guys. Anyway, it's like a parlay. But what Pam is alluding to is that Sarah Palin lost the election by a little over 3,000 votes. But what they don't tell you, you have to read in, there were 11,222 people that did not put two people on their ballot. And they were registered Republicans, and their ballot was thrown out. So that was an election of fraud. The good news is it's only 60 days, right? She'll just get enough time to start a super PAC like Adam Kinzinger. And um, hopefully not do more damage than the Democrat mafia, in which Adam Kinzinger, also known as Liz Cheney's rash, supports. Uh, Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, I want to call tonight and comment on Biden's speech yesterday. That was totally ridiculous and inappropriate. Here's my reason why. The guy goes on there and he's calling people uh, a threat to this country. That's people like you, me, and fellow voters. Yeah. And um, this here's the thing. This guy, got he's got the nerve to criticize President Trump when the guy's got a son that's on the take. you got deficit spending, illegal immigrants running around. God hopes that there's never a terrorist attack like 9-11. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, Joe, since when is being an American a threat? 
Well, here's What's the since, since it's based in principles, right? And to the and to a certain extent, I wear that as a badge of honor, Robert. It's a badge of honor to be called a threat by a crooked politician, because he's right. I am a threat, and um, the reality is, I'm not going to sit quietly by and pretend he's legitimate. Joe Biden oh. is illegitimate, is unfit, and he stole the office. And no, of no verbal. Inti- I will not be intimidated by Joe Biden, his Democrat Good. mafia, or a government. I'm not intimidated. You know why? I'm an American. Yeah. And this is based on my unalienable rights as an individual, that I will not be coerced, I will not be persecuted because of my political opinion or affiliation. Joe Biden and the Democrats, right here! In case you want to see it, I guess, where can you look at it? On Rumble? That's the, it's the, the, the Melrose Park salute. Right here! It used to be an insult. Now it's called a Buddha gig. Gets guys excited. Before you know it, you're like Pete Silvestri in the Forest Preserve with your underwear in your mouth. Uh, Dave and Wheaton. Hey, uh, Sean, Dr. Matadats and I email each other, and uh, he, was, he gives me some good advice. And one of them was he said, you have to upset the right people. And, and, I, and take, I agree with him. Well, I take you know, great pride in upsetting the right people. Dave, you're going to be yeah, mad I mean, at like me, a, but go ahead. Hurry you gotta up. Go? Yeah, I got to go. Okay, yeah, yeah real quick, um, the illegal immigration thing. I, I, I wish, honestly, we'd go to war with Mexico. Because these people are coming here. They've got two social security cards. One says Gonzalez. One says Rodriguez. The Robin of the Spline. Now, I have Dave, a French and, Dave and Wheaton, I have the pleasure of knowing. Dave and Wheaton is actually of Mes- Mexican descent, aren't you not? And, and German and Irish. We found out Jewish. And also Boy, you must black. be fun to drink with. I guess what? I know I'm getting stuck with this. 312 he believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Hey, let's go, Brandon. I keep it drawn like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. Listen, um, the immigration problem is a simple fix. It's a simple solution, and I have very... High hopes, and the reality is, who will save the principles of Americanism are immigrants that are fleeing corrupt totalitarian societies that America has is becoming. I, ha- I love immigrants who come here for all the right reasons. I always did. I think they will save us far more than the entitled American sloth who wants to destroy those principles and live in a socialist society. But Milton Friedman summed it up better than me. The United States, as you know, before 1914 had completely free immigration. Anybody could get on a boat and come to these shores, and if he landed on Ellis Island, he was an immigrant. Almost everybody will say it was a good thing. Why is it that free immigration was a good thing before 1914, and free immigration is a bad thing today? Because it is one thing to have free immigration to jobs. It is another thing to have free immigration to welfare. Simple. Simple, simple. Free and immigration to jobs is great. Free immigration to opportunity is fantastic. But when you have a system that rewards people for living, cannot have a kind of system that does that. And by the way, it should be broken for Americans as well. Chuck and Dullivan, we have good news. Go ahead. Hurry up. you got a minute. Uh, well, you and my girlfriend are going to be really happy. I was at the Walworth County Fair just now, and whoever was sticking the sticks through the fried Snickers 
It came out when I went, and I've got Snickers all in my beard. I got a 911 call in to my uh, beautician to see if I can get it off. It looks like a hand grenade yeah. of Snickers went off in this my beard. This is good. This increases your chances of winning. And by the way, you need a magician, not a beautician. Got a mirror in that house in Dullivan, Wisconsin? In the meantime, it's America. We will win in the end. These are going to be known as the dark days in American history when the most corrupt asset of foreign and domestic adversaries to Americanism owned the presidency. You may call him Joe Biden, but he is a vessel of corruption and everything wrong in American politics. And that's if he wasn't simply corrupt. He is also incompetent and unfit. This country at any standards, Joe Biden would be under investigation and he would be under impeachment proceedings. Stat! Let's get the tramp in there, but we'll discuss that and more. In the meantime, have a good weekend. It's a three-day weekend. If you're in Chicago, serpentine. It's harder to get shot that way. I'll be back in three days. Everyone, remember you're Americans. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glow The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled matter yet wait Oh, the land of the Just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.